Thank you for listening to the Queen of Wands on ModSnap Radio. This is DJ Nocturna, and I am speaking with uh, the very talented Curse Mackey, vocalist of Pig Face, Evil Mothers, uh, My Life with the Thrill Kill Cult, and you are just everywhere. You're doing so much. Um, well, you know, I've been alive for a couple of centuries, so <laughs> it, gives a, it gives a lot of time to um, to work with great people. So. I know. I mean, you've been busy for the last few years. You know, you you have. Uh, I, I I used to wonder how the, how do you do it. I mean, you got um, you, you have a new album, your latest album, your debut album. It was released last yes. year called Instant Exorcism. Great name, by the way. And um, and then you're you're touring right now, right? I, it's going to start soon with uh, with Clan of Zymlocks. You're going to be playing That's along right. with them. I just finished rehearsal, and um, yeah, I'll, I'll fly out to San Diego is where we start next Friday. So I'm very excited. Yeah, and I'm, I'm going to be going out. I'm going to be um, I'm going to be at the at the chapel uh, for for the oh, show. Excellent. Yeah, and I'm really okay. I'm really That's excited right. about that. Yeah. Um, Great. Well, we'll get to meet in person then. Yes, I'm so excited. So going back to your album, I know you you've got eleven. Is it eleven tracks? Right from this album. Instant Exorcism. Tell us a little bit about the inspiration behind behind the name. You know, as I know, it has a lot of spiritual symbolism and imagery. Um, right. Uh, <clears throat> well, um, Instant Exorcism, conceptually, it's, it's really about transformation of mm-hmm. the self in many ways. So for me, and it's twofold along with that, the process of getting these songs out into the world and mm. out of my yeah. psychosis of creativity and inner thought. Um, so those acted for me, it was an artistic exorcism also conceptually um, throughout the, the lyrical content and the way the album flows really is about transformation and, um, continuing to persevere through challenges, but meanwhile, in a very sort of religious, surrealistic stream of conscious way, because I like mm-hmm. to write and paint yep. and draw and create in a very cut up, if you will, taking a bit of William S. Burroughs or mm-hmm. Brian Geisen concepts and surrealism and collage are all really important to my daily visual aesthetic. And that plays into the books that I read and the way that I write and the way that I compose music. So, but I do feel like a record, um, especially one that's a solo debut should have a, a, a nice mm-hmm. thematic image behind it and, not, and, and be something more than just a collection of songs. So, so. The, the, the album outwork, our artwork is also based on your original paintings, right? Right. I made about, I don't know, like maybe a dozen or so paintings mm-hmm. that are, go hand in hand in theory mm-hmm. with, with the, you know, that's yeah. the album artwork. Beyond mm-hmm. just the album cover, there's this whole kind of gallery of paintings and ongoing works that coincide with instant exorcism. So um, from those paintings, the uh, Rona Rouge Hart from the band Sign. Mm-hmm. S-I-N-E, Aaron Austin, who also happens to be my girlfriend. Um, we work a lot together. So then uh, she 
did all the photography of my artwork and then manipulated those photographs to create the yeah, album artwork. Good, really good, so good job. Kind of cool. Yeah, really good job. Yes, thank you. You know, um, yeah. I was reading something about you. There, you were saying something about one of your favorite songs in that album. Was an insp- you were inspired by uh, I don't know this Nick Cave or something with a birthday party. Um, oh, probably. Um, well, he's he's one of my favorites in oh, general, yeah. Nick Cave. Oh, yeah. yeah, me so too. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's yeah, mm-hmm. like you know, extreme role model in many ways. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. So I, I think Instant X or um, I'm sorry, Secrets of the Resurrection, which is the final track. Mm-hmm on the album. Uh, yeah. Uh, actually, it's track eight on the uh, album. Uh, it's the one I usually close my set with. Um, and yeah, I, I think that subconsciously that was um, very Nick Cave-inspired in certain ways, um, just from reading and reading uh, about his writing process, mm-hmm. kind of tapping into some of that as I was getting near the end of my record, like, Secrets of the Resurrection was the last song written. It was, and I heard this story many times of people writing records. It was like, um, we really need one more song, and then you fall upon something at the last minute, and then it becomes potentially a single or a hit or a, a, a favorite song on a record. And for me, that worked that way because it challenged me to go beyond, um, mm-hmm. I guess, things a little bit outside of my comfort level in certain ways about writing, uh, delivery. So Mm -hmm. maybe a lot of that might be more, uh, internalized for me in the process versus somebody going, Oh, that sounds like Nick Cave because that's not the case whatsoever. But no, but, um, people can inspire you in certain ways beyond, uh, just direct. Yeah. And similar, similar to that, um, Nick Cave also has a lot of religious symbol, uh, you know, religious symbolism, spiritual symbolism in his uh, music. And, uh, 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 yeah, absolutely. Well, I grew up in San Antonio, Texas, which the, um, my friends quickly coined St. Antonio because we lived, uh-huh. definitely lived on the weird side of, of town. And, um, so there's just tons of, uh, it's a very Catholic city with all of the missions and the Alamo. And, uh-huh. Um, yeah. so that, that type of iconography, uh, it, and societal influence was very, prevalent in, in my upbringing and I just enjoy the art of iconography and religious mm-hmm. art not so much in its mm-hmm. power yeah. over people which is interesting but uh, just also in the aesthetic uh, were you um, did you grow up as a Catholic or Christian uh, yeah I grew up Southern Baptist oh. so it was fire and brimstone mm-hmm. sermons for me definitely uh, yeah my, my, my grandparents were pretty involved uh, so there was a lot of times spent begrudgingly at you know, whatever Sunday school and the other things that you have to go to as a child to get your mm-hmm. yeah your quality and, uh, upbringing. And you were also you also collaborated. You were featured in um, Michael Cervolo's uh, latest um, single, your single. You late, yeah. uh, you collaborated with him, "A Kind Cruelty," uh, "Beauty and Chaos." Tell us a little bit about that. Because that's uh, that's um, that's uh, that's going to be part of a full-length album, not released yet, right? The storm before right. the calm. It's to be released yep. sometime in May, I believe. 
And interestingly, that album was produced by uh, the Grammy-nominated producer, Michael Rosan. So this one's going to be... So this particular song, I, I actually played it last uh, on my show last Saturday. Big shout-out to Shauna of Shameless Promotions PR. But great song. Tell us a bit about how, mm-hmm. you, how, did, you, how did you collaborate with uh, Michael in that song? Yeah, um, that, yeah that's been... Uh, being received very well uh, since it came out basically about a, maybe a week ago. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, Michael just kind of reached out to me with the idea of collaborating on a song that he thought would have, actually what had happened is that he had contacted me once mm-hmm. uh, about doing a song and I was distracted and I think in the middle of a tour and I just didn't really latched onto it and put in any, have the time to put in effort to make something good. And then when I finally did have time, I reached back out to Michael. I'm like, Hey, do you want me to try to sing on that song you sent me? And by that time, uh, Wayne, uh, from the mission UK mm-hmm. had done something with it. So and he was like, well, hold on. I got something I think you'll like, that's even more suitable for you. And he sent me the, instrumental demo to what became a kind cruelty. And I, I just really liked it right off the bat. It evoked mm-hmm. sort of my favorite parts of the cure in some ways. Mm-hmm. And, uh, just had a very cool, uh, energetic, almost anthemic uplifting quality while also having a very cool, dark aesthetic. Mm-hmm. So a lot of dynamics and I had a lot of fun to, 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 I had some words that had been looking for a home and some ideas. So once I started singing along to what Michael sent me, it just, it really came together quite well. And I got to have a lot of fun with the. So who, who wrote the lyrics? I did. Oh, okay. Okay. Wow. Okay. That's awesome. Yeah. There's a lot of words in there. It's kind of a little bit of a long song, but, uh, I'm really happy with it, and it was really fun working with Michael. Um, we got along quite well on it, and I think that we'll get to do more together in the future now that we know that we have a really good uh, uh-huh. working synergy. Yeah, um, the, the album is going to be, the, 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 the full-length album will be, will be released this May, right? And that's what we're waiting I understand for. it's supposed to come out in May. Okay, we'll be waiting for that. Um, yeah. And then, so this coming, so next week, you're going to be performing with Clan of Zymlocks. You're, you're touring with them along with uh, three other bands. Um, there's a song, Submerge, that Ronnie Morings is playing guitar, right? It's one of your songs. Right. Are, are you going to be performing that with him as well or on the shows? or? That's a great question. And uh, <laughs> one may have to come to the show to find out. But okay. I, I would be honored if, I was very happy that, uh, Ronnie, who is really you know the, the brain trust of Clan of Zymox, mm-hmm. um, was interested in playing. So that was a great honor for me because I'm a huge fan of mm-hmm. Clan of Zymox. I've been yeah, playing them in my <laughs> DJ set for mm-hmm. years. And, you know they're great. So it was really a cool thing um, that we got to tour together, and then he played on my record. So yeah, I'm hopeful that he might come out and play. And otherwise, I hope he just enjoys the show. <laughs> And, and uh, uh, it's going to be great. So yeah. we're excited. I mean, you were even a very special guest um, when Peter Murphy couldn't perform, right, in uh, in Florida. 
Um, uh-huh. That was like, um, what is that, like two years ago or something? Um, uh, last year. Yeah. Last April. How was that? I mean, um, I know it was like last minute, so. Uh. Well, um, the story behind that thing, uh, substituting for, for when Peter Murphy couldn't play, is that uh, <clears throat> going back to Sign and Rona mm-hmm. Ruchart. So Sign was um, the direct support for that makeup date that Peter Murphy with David J that they were wrapping up the 40 years of Bauhaus mm-hmm. Ruby celebration tour it was a Peter Murphy solo tour playing all Bauhaus and David J was also in the band and along with Mark Thwaite who's mm-hmm. awesome yeah, and yep. Mark Slutsky so incredible band and, and really cool concept but it was the makeup date at the end of like a 93 city tour and so on that day, we uh, basically were there. We played the show or sign. She played. Rona played her set. Mm-hmm. I did a guest spot because I sing on the sign record, Insomnia, on a song called Drugs. So mm-hmm. I was basically there just to support Rona and do my part in her show. Um, so after I did that, I was watching from side stage, and I was behind me, and David J was standing there also watching, and we had played a show together in – uh, at Convergence Fest a couple of years ago when it was in Dallas, Texas. Mm-hmm. So we knew each other, but we weren't super tight or anything. But uh, so we said, hello, hello, and um, how's it going? And then basically he alluded to the fact that it looked like Peter Murphy would not be able to make the show or was not going to come play it, was unwell, essentially. Mm-hmm. And so that was kind of a scary thing in some concepts because you don't really want to cancel on 1,200 people a second time, mm-hmm. right? right? So. Right, right disappointment is going like, oh shit, these people don't know what they're in for. That sucks. Mm -hmm. Uh, He's like, yeah, it's a bad situation. And I want to avoid anything really bad happening or people getting super mad. So I want to try to fix this. So he pointed at Rona, who was out there banging on her electronic drums and Mm -hmm. synths and singing and doing a great job. And he's like, hey, can she do what she's doing with her rig during our set? And you sing uh-huh. and fortunately I, I had my old band evil mothers in our early days we used to do Bauhaus covers just mm-hmm. for fun yeah, and yeah, yeah. live mm-hmm. so um we ended up basically quickly i just said yeah we'll do it and uh just told as soon as sign finished i went and told her not to tear down her kit and just leave up her leave all her synths and everything plugged in don't tear down your gear because we're going to do this thing with the band because Peter's not coming. Let's go figure it out. So we had a mm-hmm. quick backstage meeting and uh, decided to kind of take all the Bauhaus stuff we knew and, and just sort of do it in a very dub, mm-hmm. deconstructed, almost like live remix mm-hmm. approach. And uh, you know, the crowd was obviously very disappointed when the stage manager told him that Peter wasn't going to perform. But um, David J quickly stepped to the mic and said, "Hey, I'm disappointed." We're going to do something together, uh, and we'll be right back, and we'll figure it out. Who knows what the hell's going to happen? So it mm-hmm. ended up going from, like, as, as David said, we you know made champagne out of lemons kind of thing mm-hmm. and um, had a really good response, and we really enjoyed working together out of that show. Yeah. From there, uh, we started collaborating mm-hmm. with David J on a couple of things. Uh, Rona and I went mm-hmm. and played in New York for a thing called Performa, where she and I composed a 60-minute piece of music that um, then David, Jay, myself, Rona, 
and uh, another friend of ours, Heather Powell, who's mm-hmm. a great violinist. Um, we performed to that kind of ambient composition that we created at this uh, at Performa 19, which was celebrating mm-hmm. 100 years of the origination of the Bauhaus School of Art and Design. It's uh-huh. a big performing arts festival in New York. It's a biennial. So this year they happened to you know, have a Bauhaus theme mm-hmm. to their content. And uh, so for the closing grand finale, um, they commissioned David Jay for this work. So we all collaborated on that. And that was really cool. Yeah. I believe the pig face tour in the middle of the tour to go play that show. And then um, we've since been working on some new material for a forthcoming project. I will um, reveal more on in the coming months. Uh, you know, um, LA recording together for a week. You, are you having um, a, a show coming up with uh, uh, Front Two Four Two? Was it was is it coming up? Yeah, I'm playing a Texas show. Yeah, Front okay. Two Four Two actually mm-hmm. in San Antonio coming up. Yeah, later in the year. Um, so it should be a fun year. Let's yeah, go. you're you're always you're so busy. You know, um, uh, I don't know how you do all all the stuff that you do. But you, you you started out as a DJ also. That's right. Um, how did how did that how did how, how did that all how did that happen from being a DJ to singing and doing um just basically figuring it out as you go and oh. make mistakes mm-hmm. and have mm-hmm. success. But you know, I was basically uh, barbacking in a new wave club in San Antonio, Texas, and then um, from there I basically just helped. This was in the days of vinyl mm-hmm. DJing. So yeah. uh, DJ uh, Jesse, is his name, uh, he's passed away. But he's kind of was a, a mentor almost when I was a teenager. And I'd basically help him carry his records in. And every uh-huh. night at the club was open early on. He'd give me a little turn, uh, training on the turntables. And I learned how to beat mix and mm-hmm. just do all the turntablism tricks that people like Grandmaster Flash. Okay. And do you still DJ? Yeah, cool. Like just house DJs uh, at the time mm-hmm. were were you know doing really great beat mixing, and um, so I learned that. And then from there, I just uh, that's about the time Wax Tracks Records started mm-hmm. emerging. So I was pretty much way into that stuff right from the beginning, uh-huh. and so I con- contacted Wax Tracks Records once I was having my own DJ nights, and um, they sent me Thrill Kill Cult. Uh-huh. to perform you know so their single had just come for a single had just come out and so i put on like their second show ever and so that brought me into like promoting concerts in texas uh, so this is back in uh this is in the 90s yeah okay well, what was your dj name Oh, I was pretty much, well, DJ Burning early on and then Curse Mackey from that, that oh, on out. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, your name is, um, you have an interesting name as well, you know, Curse. Uh, where, how did you get the name Curse? Curse. I mean, I mean it, we're it, going it, deep. Yeah. Oh, uh, just general shenanigans. Mm-hmm. But um, it's, I'll tell you the whole story at a later time. Yeah, I mean, it totally matches um, every, everything you're doing now. <laughs> You know, just the, the dark, the dark stuff. You know, it's it's a great right. name. Yeah. So, um, um, so yeah, just that's how I you know began producing concerts, and then uh, we've just 
from there, I just started buying synthesizers and mm-hmm. a sampler and drum machines and microphones and mixers and started banging on metal and buying effects units and processing my vocals. And then all of a sudden, it's kind of like, oh, here's the formation of a thing, mm-hmm. a musical project, which ultimately grew into Evil Mothers. And then out of that, I ended up getting uh, recruited into Pig Face as well as my life with the Thrill Kill Cult. And mm-hmm. I've just been at it with varying degrees of success, interest, and energy since then. Yeah. So I'm fortunate that uh, in 2020 that I'm able to do this and that. Uh, yeah, now you yeah, got a debut album. Things are as good or better mm-hmm. than ever. Yeah, and now you're, and then you're going to be touring with Clan of Zymlas, which I'm really looking forward to next week um, in yeah. San Francisco. And your website yeah, is uh, what, for everybody so uh, they check out your website. Yes. Um, CurseMackey.com or just find me on Instagram or Facebook at CurseMackey and say hello. Yes. Otherwise, yeah, I'll be out with uh, Zymox and then after that, uh, play South by Southwest and then I'll be out with, uh, doing some dates with Pigface and a few other surprises yet to be revealed. Oh, okay. But um, suffice to say. Are you gonna are year. you are you gonna have some merchandise? Are you gonna have a vinyl uh, at on the, at the concert <clears throat> of your album? Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. I will definitely have a a limited edition red vinyl version. Okay. I want I want that. I want I want yeah, a copy. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you can make that happen. <laughs> and then otherwise, I've just been painting all day, um, mm-hmm. working on. I, I like to do like handmade merchandise so i have my series ongoing series of crucifixes which are uh-huh. hand-painted crosses that are collaged and decorated with elements of the album artwork oh for sale so uh-huh oh okay yeah. oh awesome and, and i also have uh my album is available in um, a digital form uh uh-huh. but I, I have these old recycled pill bottles that i put a come with a download card and a sticker and a pen and they're decorated well so I'm try to do unique cool things that are beyond in the cd so creative so, yeah come to the merchant <laughs> booth there's fun stuff lots of one-of-a-kind items it's kind mm-hmm. of how i like to roll wow well like i said you're doing so many things you're 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 a man of you're a um jack of all trades you have all these things going on but uh you know, but good luck to everything, everything you're doing, and um, the show next week. I'm really looking forward to it, and well, I will be yeah, playing. Yeah, look, look forward to seeing you in San Francisco, and uh, I appreciate everybody who is taking the time to listen, and just want to encourage you guys to, to, to everybody just be creative and take care of each other. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's all you can do. You know, do your best to 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 be 20 percent better than you were last year, and um, try to make more art and go to more shows and support your friends more. And that's, that's all we can do when things get weird and challenging in the world. So, mm-hmm. And uh, you, you, you said that you've never been to Hawaii, right? That's never, right. Yeah. Have you ever, have you ever uh, thought about going to Hawaii? Do you like the I, beach? I've been, oh yes, absolutely. Yeah. We just went to Costa Rica. Well, we had friends that uh, go to Hawaii Mm-hmm. And frequently, or like maybe annually, and we were trying to plan to participate with them in, for January of 2020. But um, my friend had to have back surgery, so uh-huh. he could not make the trip. So we ended up um, 
taking a different trip to we went to Costa Rica because uh, we've been there a couple of times, and we thought we would just wait on Hawaii till my friend was healed up. Um, so yeah, it's like a place that I have wanted to go so bad for so many years, and I thought I was going to make it already this year, which is funny that we're talking now. Yeah, um, and, um, and 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 you know Romel, raised in black, so we're going to do a shout out to him if he's if he's. Um, I'll tell him to tune in, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Okay. Well, you know, uh, thank you so much for this interview. It's uh, it's always a pleasure, um, and I've been uh, I'm so glad I got to talk to you, and and um, I will see you next week or next Saturday. Okay. All right. Awesome, and thank you so much for your time. Thank and you, Curse. Talk oh, Curse Mackey. All right. Keep keep playing the good music. Thanks thank for you. What you do. Thank you so much. Okay. Don't okay. hang up. Don't hang up. Okay.